This is Wordfall, with historical novelist Rosanna M. White, offering our words to the Lord at the crossroads of faith, family, and fiction. Tearing Down I'm never sure how to explain how thoughts coalesce in my little brain. Usually, it's topics that keep coming at me from different angles. In this case, those angles are various discussions we've had at church with fellow authors about topics in books, and also about some reactions and demands authors have been getting about their books. I've written plenty on on my blog in the last year about the outrage culture, and this is part of that. But where it concerns me most is where it's found a home within the church, and not just in recent years. This aspect has, I think, been a part of us for a long, long time. That when we latch on to a belief or a point of view, so often we feel that in order to uphold that, we must tear down the other. An example from history, which stretches into the present, is the ongoing tension between Catholic and Protestant. These groups have found ways to disdain, persecute, vilify, and tear each other down for centuries. And it never ceases to sadden me. There are things on which the two sides don't agree, sure, and some of those are big things. But what's achieved by arguing about it, pointing fingers, and accusing each other of not being Christian because we don't agree? Another example is that there's a movement I just became aware of that is claiming, not for the first time in history, that the church and certain ministers and authors have been trying to keep them down. They're getting in touch with those authors and ministers and demanding apologies for the work that hurt them. They're mounting smear and bad review campaigns. These people are spending hours, days, months of their lives actively trying to tear down people that they've decided are their enemies within the Christian community. Why? See, here's the thing. Christianity is revolutionary. It always was and it always will be. It challenges us to leave behind the old, the assumptions, the religion for the sake of it, and embrace a Christ who says, no, look deeper. Action isn't enough. Motivation matters too. It is always new, always fresh for each generation. But when each generation realizes that, they all too often assume they are the first ones to realize that. We forget sometimes that the insights we've just come to have already been realized before, countless times. We don't understand that our mothers, our grandmothers, our great-grandmothers had quietly, or sometimes not so quietly, come to these realizations on their own. We only see ours, so we think it's necessary to push this supposedly new thing out into the world so it can find its place. But the world's already pretty crowded with ideas, right? How do you find a place for yours? Well, if it's a really good one, I think it'll find its home alongside other truths. But all too often, people decide they have to push it, which means pushing out something else. They have to tear down that other thing in order to build theirs. Progress, right? When I hear of these sorts of movements, I'm always part angry and mostly sad, because they don't seem to realize that they're tearing apart their own foundations. You don't have to agree with every teaching you've ever heard from someone or some group or some denomination. I know I don't. But I'm also definitely not willing to say God wasn't with them, that they didn't believe, that they weren't really of the faith. I am not willing to say, the work you spent a lifetime achieving is awful and deserves to be torn down. I'm not willing to say God wasn't in it. Because if God was in it, 
even a little, even in just some of the details? Who am I to tear it down? Do I honestly believe I have every detail right? No. I know a lot of Protestants who refuse to read the early church fathers' writings because they deem them Catholic, even though they were written a thousand years before there was a divide in a time when Catholic literally meant the church. Though they've never read them, they usually have a lot to say about them and about why they won't read them. Things that tear down. Things that try to paint anything Catholic as bad, unchristian, misguided, weird, or downright evil. But those are the very foundations of our church, the Protestant church, too. If you tear it down, where does that leave you? When you dig out the bedrock on which you're built, how long does the house stay square? The same is true of all these modern movements, both inside and outside the church. How can we blissfully dig away at everything we disagree with without thought to the consequences? When you tear at the fiber of something—churches, families, religions, politics, communities, cultures, countries—you know what you end up with? A lot of holes. A weakened fabric. Something ready to fall apart. We're never all going to agree. But you know what? Unity is not about agreeing on every detail. It's about agreeing on what's most important and deciding to value the stance of your neighbor and everything else. It's about saying, I want you to grow and be strong, rather than, I think you're wrong. And this goes not just for your neighbor in today's world, but for your neighbor in history, too. Those theologians we enjoy debating about, they were people who dedicated a lifetime to working for God, too. When we tear apart their writings, what if we're tearing apart something God-inspired? We're all wrong about things. We're all right about other things. Most of us are a pretty good mix of listening to God and listening to ourselves. But you know what I don't ever want? For the Lord to say to me, Why did you tear down the work I was doing with them over there? Don't you think I'm big enough to work there with them and here with you? He is so big. So big, he can't be confined to one denomination or movement or culture or time period. He's so big, he can work in different ways and show people different parts of his truth. We are not that big. We can't focus on it all. But that's okay. You work where you are called. I'll work where I am. Each of us only needs to seek after him. And when our paths cross and even clash... Let's not think we're in competition for the Lord's favor and we need to push each other aside to gain the prize. Let's instead come alongside each other and cheer each other on. Because never once did God tell us to tear each other down. Certainly not fellow Christ followers, but not even our enemies. He tells us to build each other up, to pray for our enemies and those who persecute us. And maybe it's because of this. If we spend all our time in demolition... We never actually build anything for him. And so, at the end of our lives, what do we have to show for all our efforts but a pile of rubble? Let's build something together. Let's be better. Let's focus less on where we disagree and more on the God who calls us all to him. Check out rosannamwhite.com for information about me or my books and to subscribe to my newsletter. This episode of Wordfall is brought to you by the Tea Party Book Club, books, tea, great conversation, all from the convenience of your own home. To see what this month's book is and to reserve a seat, go to rosannamwhite.com and click the Tea Party Book Club tab or follow the link in the show notes. Wordfall is a proud part of the White Fire Podcast Network. 
please visit whitefire.tv slash podcast for other shows I know you'll love.